I have a, I have a new favorite thing. What is that? So there's like this dating show on YouTube and it's like, it's like a blind date type deal. But like the only kids that they brought on from it have been like from coastal Carolina <laughs> and like, <laughs> what? I think it's, I think it's just the best thing ever. Cause think of like, think of like the most Carolina kid, like, no, I'm sorry. Coastal Carolina. I was about to say, there's know. a difference. There's a difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, Coastal Carolina kids, not not regular, like, <laughs> you know, Carolina the ones that go to kids. UNC. Yeah, exactly. You know, intelligent. The most coastal, like, the c- most coastal people you could see, and then, like, put them on a blind dating show with each other, and it's, like, the best thing ever. Like, there was a dude who, like, just, like, gave his fun fact as, like, he- he's chill. <laughs> like, That's his fun fact, is that he's, he's chill? He's like, yeah, my, my fun fact is that I'm pretty chill. And I was like, dude, I low key coastal Carolina is kind of growing on me because of it. Really? <laughs> like they're I, just they're co- they're goofy. They're just they're just goofy little guys that are something special. They're just yeah, they're just goofy. One of them was like, "Yo, if we got like the que-, so they give them like prompts, they give them like questions to do." Exactly. Yeah. And this one was like, "What would what would you do if we got in a fight?" And one of the guys just like gaslight you. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible! <laughs> like, Wait, that's terrible. <laughs> They're like sure all the underbelly of James. He was like, he was probably joking. I hope but... probably not. Honestly, probably not. But you know what that reminds me of? What there was, um, there used to be, there there is, you know, a YouTube series, a dating show like that, and is it the button? No, it's it. Um, a dating show, but with people from BYU. And it's supposed Whoa. to be like The Bachelor. How does that even work? Do they are they like soaking? Or? Dude, it. <laughs> I they're probably soaking, but also they just do a lot of nothing. <laughs> like it's like these like little dates where they like go hiking or whatever. But like it's nothing too crazy. It's like really boring. Well, how are you so going to get to know? Needs... Exactly. So I think what needs to happen is like the bachelor of that Provo, whatever it's called show and the winner of this coastal Carolina dating show need to go on a date. <laughs> I think that's, I think that would be awesome. I think like, I don't know, maybe they get the, get them to like try coffee for the first time or some shit like that. Exactly. Or Isn't that the a thing? other like, one gets to try coffee. soaking. <laughs> yeah. They try soaking, and then the loser has to shake the bed. <laughs> okay, and with that, welcome to the Purple welcome to the Purple Antics Antics Podcast. Antics. Now, Tom, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, I think this is probably the past couple weeks, but the NCAA granted University of Miami tight end Cam McCormick his ninth year. Ninth year of eligibility. That's almost a decade. Yeah, this dude, this dude's old as shit, and I think it's... I think it's hilarious. What is it? He's like 20, 25? He's probably, oh, yeah, 20. probably about No, 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 I'm sorry. 26. He's 27. 27. Okay. So that makes a lot more sense, actually. Wait, does the math check out? It might. 18, 18 plus 9? 27. Yes, 27. Yeah. That's I think, insane. I think what the funniest thing is, is that he what didn't start at University of Miami, like in Florida. And to start from the U... 
he started in Oregon. Oregon. So like still an amazing school um, in 2017. I just want the, the, the audience to know, Tom, what were we doing in 2017? In 2017, uh, we were what? We were in high school for sure. We were in high school. High school, Fortnite came Fortnite. out. Uh, and the, if anybody the, remembers that, that uh that Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial like that era dude there was a bunch just... of there was like goofy shit happening like there was the solar eclipse despacito was still a meme i think what the funnier thing is is that we went through high school finished high school went through college and graduated in the same time this man has been playing has been playing College football has been <laughs> the same time that he has been like enrolled as a student at a university. I, he's probably university. he's like what doing his master's. Yeah, he has apparently has a master's in like communications or something. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and then you know if he doesn't go to the NFL, then he can you know, communicate be, for the rest of his life. He can, he can be a pretty good leasing agent. <laughs> I hope that's not what you aspired to be when you get a communications degree. Well, what do they aspire for? I don't know. Politician? Maybe oh, even true. maybe even like a master negotiator. True professional gaslighter. <laughs> exactly. He could be on that Coastal Carolina. He could be on show. that Coastal That'd Carolina dating show. <laughs> do you think Grayson McCall McCall ever was ever on that Grace, show? Grayson that would be funny as shit, but That'd be totally I was gonna say Grayson McCall, he, he could probably do nine years. <laughs> nine years in what? Nine years in jail? <laughs> no, I'm just saying he could do like nine years like uh oh, and, eligibility. Oh, if he yeah. keeps I mean if he just fails a few more classes. Exactly. Because he's on what, five or six? He's on six now. Six years? Something like that, right? No way. It's definitely five. It's got like He five. tried to transfer, but they like He was try he tried to transfer to Auburn and then they were probably were like, You are you don't have enough good, good grades to get into Auburn. Which and then, weird the correlation, but Well, I would assume, I mean Auburn uh, I mean, okay, first, I've never looked up anything related to Auburn ever, so I don't even know what their, you know, they got the graduation rate, what their acceptance rate is. You know what's so crazy is we have the internet right now. Let's That's check true. it. Let's see. Oh, it's 44%, actually. Never mind. Okay, so yeah. I'm thinking back there. Probably yeah. couldn't make it into Auburn, and then it was like NC State somehow he can get into, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but he, yeah. he's gonna do, he's gonna do cool things there. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of football, NFL playoffs were dude crazy, pissed off, upset, down bad. Dude, at least you'd be the Cowboys as a Packers fan. You at least you'd be. The I know. Cowboys. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm gonna go on my rant. I okay. with the, with the youngest team in the NFL, and you know a, a one year like rebuild. I'm I'm happy with the season we've got. Honestly, making it to the playoffs, I was happy. And then, like, the playoff one was just a little sprinkle on top. And then here's the scary thing. Here's what I hate. They gave me hope. <laughs> I thought to myself, I might just be able to, to see the, the Packers beat the 49ers and, and dodge the, the Aaron Rodgers curse. But no, they couldn't. Because, because, because why? we have Joe Barry, 
defensive coordinator, mm -hmm. which is all right, great, cool. And then uh, like Anders Carlson, who has been, I, I get it, he's a rookie, but like, geez, man, been killing us all all year. So he's the kicker, right? Yeah, he's the kicker that missed like what the 35, 40 yards. He also apparently missed like many, many kicks. Yeah, all season. All season all this season. Is a thing. It's it's I, whatever. You know, I'm over it. And here's the thing. It was a it was a I think it was like a yeah, it was a late snap. And you know, it was a bad hold. A lot of a lot of shit. You can't you can't always put it all on the kicker. But geez, exactly. man. And then Tyler Bass. Dude, that was insane. Cause for the when he kicked that ball, I was legitimately like, oh, that's good. Until like the last three, like three milliseconds, it just, like it just went wide right. Yeah. Just terribly. I'm about to like graph the function for that. That was <laughs> that was a kick. Well, it was like I saw something where it was like a gust of wind or something, like messed I up. I was his about to say because of, yeah. The the flags on the yeah the flags were like going moving, but then, like before and, then they and after, but exactly. I don't know. I have no idea. The the kickers have been the theme. I I low key looking ahead. I think if the Ravens, honestly, I I kind of want to avoid a Taylor Swift Super Bowl. Taylor Swift, what do you mean by that? Like I'm the saying Chiefs it, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. <laughs> There's one man who can save us, and it's the it's Lamar Jackson. It's Lamar Jackson. As res as a residence Ravens fan, because the Giants suck like terribly. I went to my you know next favorite team because I would not gonna support the Washington Commanders. They've been fun to watch. Lamar Jackson is that dude. He is him. I think they can. I think they can do it. I think it'll be fun. He is Johnny. Yeah. Um. But Go again, Ravens. on the same vein as football. And go Lions. And go Lions. Can't forget that. Oh yeah, true. The Lions. The Lions are the best feel-good story in America. Yeah, um, they deserve it. But moving on from football to football and college football, college football moving down, moving, a level. moving down a level. <laughs> and that's what um, we'll start talking about middle school ball. Oh yeah, uh, maybe not. Um, but flag football. Bob Chesney. I Bob feel Chesney. like this has been the biggest week for JMU football in a while besides the season, obviously because of the fact that this new coach is recruiting his tail off. He's recruiting he's like recruiting a motherfucker. his ass off. He is, he's insane. And here's what I love about it is he's like keeping it all on the DL. He's exactly. not, he's not going out onto press conferences saying, look me up. I win. Exactly. Like, you know, he's, He's recruiting. He's doing his job. The only thing that we hear is when, like, you know, the recruits are tweeting about it. Exactly. And I love that because, you know, put, put a face to the player, make people get invested, you know. So mm -hmm. I think that's going to that's gonna be amazing for us. And, you know, it's crazy to think that in the – like, we're already looking to the future. But the 2025 draft class could be – draft class – Draft class. <laughs> Sorry, NFL recruiting class could also be better than the last, which was again the highest rate of recruiting class. Recruiting class 
this school's ever had. Um, yeah, it's he's already be got four four stars or not four. I think three actually three four stars offered. It's crazy, dude. That's insane. And yeah, whatever you know, star stars aren't you know everything. Antoine Wells was an absolute menace when he exactly. came to JMU and didn't. I don't know if he had any stars, but when he left, JMU, zero star. I yeah. remember watching his tape when I was like a sophomore dog in college. And I was like, this guy's about to be the goat. Yeah. And no, he was. I mean, stars low key aren't important, but also it's like, it's sick when you've got just like guys with four stars. Uh, yeah. We've got some great transfers. Cameron Ross menace. The wide receiver out of UConn who actually he was like the only offensive player that JMU when they played UConn that did anything. So we took Mr. him. Have you seen like much of his tape? I, he, I, I've just heard I've he was watched, a menace. I haven't seen it. I've just wa- I watched a bit of it. A very similar wide receiver to um, I was literally just looking at his like highlights today. Um, I, it's Missouri out of. Uh, wide receiver out of Missouri, something like Luden Bowden the third or whatever. Um, I think he won the best wide receiver in the country too, or came second to obviously Marvin Harrison Jr. But mm. similar build to him, probably about six foot, six foot one, dense, but also athletic. So he'll be a great addition to have on an offense that probably does something, unlike UConn. So, oh yeah. And Raymond Scott from from Fresno State, yes, left back, or I'm sorry, wait, left back. Now you got dude, soccer tied in, dude. Now we're bro? throwing in soccer. Oh my god, linebacker. Jeez, I'm like, I'm I'm like I'm reading through the, <laughs> I'm like reading through the the like notes that we have right now, oh and I've got LB transfer. I'm like, oh yeah, left back, because that's back. that's that's where yeah he's gonna be on the left side of the field. <laughs> well, maybe. Um, That's true. Who knows? But linebacker you know, Raymond Scott, not really the flashiest. I mean, flashiest in the fact that he is coming from California. Used to play at USC. Uh, played for a good Fresno State team. Um, but you know, hasn't got a lot of snaps in college. You know, I think his most amount of tackles in a season is like thirty-four, and as an interior linebacker, you know, that's it's not a lot. But I think his experience, he is very physical, too, with his experience and physicality, along with uh, Jacob Dobbs, I think that's his name, from Holy Cross. Yeah. One of the best linebackers in Holy Cross history. Um, You know, they'll make a good pairing, I think. Yeah, that's true. Chesney, Chesney brought some dogs with him exactly. from, like, from Holy Cross. And the thing is, the really cool thing is that there's no bad blood between JMU and Holy Cross, like... Oh yeah, we're all like it's because chilling. They were chilling. They, they their fans are like nice, you know. Yeah. Instead yeah. of these Indiana fans that like I don't know worship Sig like some sort of god. It's weird. Who, who's that guy again? I don't. I don't know who he is. I don't know. I don't know. But um, I'll, I will. <laughs> I'll tweet something, and it won't even be about Indiana. But they'll still <laughs> have to comment something. They'll still just. Sh- shimmy through the woodwork and whatnot. It's disgusting. I know. I'm like, ugh. Ooh. Ooh. Let's see. You have a, a shout-out here. 
Oh, indeed I do. Um, a lot of this 2025 draft uh, recruiting class news that I kind of forgot to talk about earlier or, or talk like address this shout out earlier, but shout out to uh, Ben Hoffer and Jamie Sports Hofer. News. They're really the ones that I get all this stuff Hofer. from. It's Hofer. Over. Hofer. I think. Oh, I think well, I hope so. Shout out Ben. Shout out Jamie Sports <laughs> News. They do great stuff over there, especially communicating the, the recruiting news with the masses. So True. Yeah, keeping track of that portal or the like the the blog page with all the all the stuff on oh, that. Yeah, just insane, insane. I, I see a million things and I'm like, dedication. I have no I, I see a million um, things. I'm like, I have no idea. Exactly. There's also that that weird rumor. Like late last week, that that Jordan McLeod was going to Auburn. It, that was great because I thought it was real, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like that's great for him. But then I looked and saw that he quote retweeted that with Cap. So I guess he's not going to Auburn. Um, which that's yeah. funny, you know. Well, here's the thing, though, is it makes sense for him because he's got family, you know, further south, mm-hmm. and. I mean, maybe I could see it, but but yeah, that would have been that would have been nuts. Imagine he actually is, and he's just trying to like get rid of the rumors. You know, you mentioned you mentioned that he has family in the south and he has family in Florida, but imagine if he like went to Florida State or went to you know <laughs> the Florida Gators, or imagine if his family just moved up to Harrisonburg. Well, then he has to battle with Dylan Morris. Who would actually? Who do you think would be better for the offense, Dylan Morris oh, or Jordan McLeod? That's see, that's tough. So Dylan Morris, the biggest thing with him is that it's kind of a question mark because he you he didn't really see any snaps. Um, not in the past year, but he he has past. started for Washington, but when they were like really bad. So yeah, exactly. He's still a four star. He's still like in the Washington. Like he's been trained by Washington coaches. Kalen mm-hmm. DeVore. Huge. Yeah, exactly. Now Alabama but, head coach. Yeah, but now, but Jordan is like, he's like kind of proven. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like works in the offense, like does his thing. He, he, he doesn't make mistakes often when he's off his game. It's a little iffy, but. Exactly. I don't know. It's a big question mark. What what about you? I would say um again, it is a difficult choice. Again, one's proven, one isn't. Um, and one I would say has more of a dimension with them. Jordan McLeod, you know, he could th- he could sling the ball, but he could also, you know, move around. He could, you know, improvise, he could just straight out run the ball, you know. So like it's definitely hard. Um, but I would, would you, probably, honestly, I would just go with Dylan Morris because it, imagine if Jordan McLeod has to come back and then battle for that spot again. He didn't win it at the beginning of the season. Well, you know what so. we could do is we could just run a, <laughs> we could do what NDSU did a few years ago and run a dual oh, uh, QB offense. Gotta run a two quarterback off. No, I, I think that would be <laughs> funny though. You have the guy that can absolutely just sling it 80 yards and the guy who can, like, be Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. Exactly. That'd be so funny. But pivoting off of that and moving into JMU basketball, we're, we're low-key becoming a basketball tool. It, honestly, yeah, because 
I watch I I just love college basketball. So whenever I'm like just downstairs in my living room, I just put on a game. Yesterday, for example, I was watching McNeese versus uh Texas AM Corpus Christi. Oh, <laughs> and you. you know, that doesn't sound like anything special, but that probably was the best basketball game I've watched in college this year. Did because McNeese won. Oh, they're also coached by Will Wade, who used to be the coach at LSU. So, like, it's kind of oh, cheating, but that's insane. Wait, that's like a won. that's like a that's like playing on a Smurf account. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of not fair. Um, but um, they were actually down in the last seven seconds of the game. I think it was sixty. It was sixty-one, fifty-nine, and. They were taking free throws. They make one, great. Then they miss the second one, but one of the McNeese players got the offensive rebound and dunked it in for the win. Oh. And you could feel this energy get sucked out of that stadium because it was at home. It was at Texas A&M Corpus Christi. So Dude, that was insane. Bonkers. But back so to JMU basketball because that's what we're here for. I don't even know where McNeese is. Oh, yeah. I thought it was in Idaho. Is it like in Texas or something? Uh, I have no. I'm pretty sure it's actually idea. in Texas, but I for some reason thought it was in Iowa or like. McNeese. Wait, it's McNeese State. State. They are. Well, they're in the Southland Conference. They're number. They're so, first in the Southland Conference. Yes, they're very good. They are in. Wait, here's the way. Louisiana, Lake Charles, Louisiana. Louisiana. Interesting, huh. but still goaded of them. Um, but anyways, JMU's back to what goat. we're here for with JMU basketball. Um, on the men's side, got two dubs over ULM and Marshall. Um, did you watch any of the games this weekend or this past week, Tom? Uh, I think I caught some of the ULM game. I mean. I knew I had faith. I knew we were just gonna cook. Exactly, and like, it's again ULM. You gotta feel bad for them, but also I don't. I don't feel bad. You want to know really why? Shit talking because they were playing dirty. They were playing dirty were at they? that game. Were they? I think they were just trying to, you know, instead of playing well to overcome us, they try to get us to play on their level. And you know what we didn't do? We didn't play to that level. Hell no. Uh, J- uh, Ju- uh, Julian Wooden, sorry. Um, I wanted to call him Jalen Wooden. That's not <laughs> his name. Julian Wooden with 31 points. And he That's made, insane. I think, was it 7 from 10 from 3? Dude, drug but test that guy. Miss. Drug test him. Exactly. <laughs> How does he do that? 31. But, no. He was playing his heart out, and as a you know JMU fan for the past couple past couple of years, he was on the JMU team that was historically bad, like oh, yeah. before the revolution of Mark Byington. He was on a very bad JMU team, and you know what he didn't do? He didn't leave. He decided no, to stick it I, out. I respect that. That dude Harrisonburg. is that dude's like a JMU like it's like blue blood, but like purple. Exactly. He's got purple blood. Um and like menace. Absolute menace. Probably an amazing guy. Um, but I bring up ULM playing dirty because one of their players, number three, I don't remember his name. That kind of tells you how irrelevant that person was. Um 
try to pick a fight with Wooden. He it was for a rebound or no, it wasn't even for a rebound. He was going up. Wooden was going up for a layup. He made the layup. And number three, short probably I would probably say about a half a foot shorter, even Ooh. even probably more. Okay, shorter than Wooden. He tries to get the rebound, and like from out of the 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 made basket, and Wooden's right in front of him. He decides to start batting Wooden, trying to get into a fight with him. And you know what Wooden did? You know what Julian Wooden? What, what did he do? What did he do? He just shoved that motherfucker to the ground, just shoved <laughs> him to the ground. And guess who got? And yes, they both got technicals, but you're not gonna screw around with this team. You're not gonna no. try to, you know. Make us play to your level, nah, nah. Um, he was he was defending himself. Exactly. I don't think that should have been a tech. <laughs> it, I couldn't believe that. Honestly, I couldn't believe that three wasn't kicked out. But that's neither here nor there. SBC refs will be SBC refs. Um, yes, they will. And and then with that Marshall game, Jalen Carey, Jalen Carey, man. He was playing like the prime Dwight Howard out there. It was insane <laughs> with the, the the defense. There was there was a play in the Marshall game with Jalen Carey where this guy went up for a shot, and it was like I wouldn't say it was super duper far from the basket. It was probably about fifteen feet, and actually probably like twenty feet. This this UL, or this Marshall player puts up a shot. Jalen Carey sends that ball. Straight to the Marshall bench. Ooh. Absolutely electric. But man is an athletic specimen. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, he's, it, it, it he's Dwight Carey, they're Dwight Schrute. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but this, so this podcast episode was supposed to go out sooner, but. I was in my brain. I watched the ODU game with Marshall a couple a couple days ago before the game happened, and I I saw it, and I was like, "They want um, ODU beat Marshall by twenty five, just absolute whooped." Dude, it was awesome. Whooped that by was, little bro, you know. So when I saw that, that I was like, "All right," and Marshall exactly. was like supposed to be good, especially with the first couple first couple games of the season. You know, yeah. they didn't. Looked like a team that would just give up. Yeah, and that's why I noticed in that did. ODU game, he just he, they would just give up on the play. They would give up. They go down by too much, and they just were like, "Okay, well, I guess we should get ready to go." Was it in Norfolk? Yes, it was. Oh, so you already know those hostile know, like environment? Exactly. Well, would you call it hostile? Maybe Dude, like, they what, like pack out capacity? that stadium sometimes every. Sometimes they pack out that stadium for the most part. They average the highest attendance in the Sun Belt. Do they? Oh. Yeah. Well, they didn't really pack it against JMU. That's Whatever. True. I don't what know. do I know? We got it. We're all on the same team now with the with the Sun Belt Mac Challenge starting. Oh yeah, so that's gonna. We be got cool. a cheer for all of them. That I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for that one. We play Akron, um, which is that's scary. gonna be a very interesting game. Akron, this 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 team looks good. This team looks of like so looks a very good, very very good mid major team. Probably about you know if we're talking about the mid major twenty five top twenty five, they're probably not making it, but they're probably about thirty five. Yeah, I'd so say they so. look good. Yo, what's your what's your beef with the Marshall coach? 
Oh my gosh. So back to so it connects back to this blowout thing. Okay. So my beat, my beef with this Marshall coach. You know, I still I so I'm still go to the university, you know, I'm still a college student, and you know, college students at JMU are just built different. Um as you know. Exactly. There's a good and, there's a good picture of us <laughs> yelling at what was it, the ODU <laughs> bench or probably, something? Probably like it probably was. But no, so funny. I we are we are known for being those JMU fans that just are rowdy as hell. And oh, yeah, I and I knew going into this game that Marshall's last game against ODU, they just again they just gave up. They were down by ten, and they were like, "Well, we'd rather just catch the bus ride to JMU." Um, so they're going into a huddle, and I and the it's going crazy because after the, I think we went on a scoring run, and they had to take a timeout. So the the excuse me the stadium was going crazy, and you know as I do I stand up, I turn to the Marshall huddle, and I just shout, "Well, is it time to give up yet?" And one of the Marshall coaches turned like, and then of course we're like many 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 feet away, and because I was on the pep band side, because you know you gotta rep the band. Um, and he turns to me and he just starts staring, like Ooh. bug eye staring, and I'm like, I'm staring bug back eyes. at him, bro. I didn't let, I did not let that go. Nah. I was staring back. I was like, hey, what? I am a college student. This is a hostile environment. You knew that. Yeah. What? 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 What do you want from me? Like, what's up? You know? Do you remember? Do you remember when we had that ref walk up to us? That was pretty funny. We he was like, <laughs> like side he was tangent. Himself. We had a ref at one point walk up to us and was like, hey, y'all are y'all kind of funny, but also if you do that again, I will kick you out. <laughs> so no, we it was like, fun. No, okay. he wasn't gonna kick us out. Really? No Probably shot. Wasn't. Well, okay, maybe the bald line was a little <laughs> uh, We were like, How do you get your head so shiny? Like what wax <laughs> do you That's true? Which I'm still at I'm still looking for the answer, legitimately. Yeah. Um I, I want more. I want more like interaction with refs because, like, it, it can be kind of funny sometimes. Like, exactly. What was it? There was that. Uh, we asked that one ref if he could dunk. Didn't even turn around. Just nodded his head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure good. you can, bro. Sure you can. Yeah, but he was like, that ref was like, yeah, like I, I go to UNC games. Like, this is nothing. Like, that's the best you got. I'm like, all right, bet. Okay, let me absolutely say everything. Yeah, let me um, let me say everything. <laughs> if you're not no. if you're not falling asleep crying, <laughs> then I didn't do my job well enough. Exactly, I didn't do my job at all. I'm just <laughs> you but, got your job, and I got my job. Exactly. Um, but again, that Marshall game, big statement game, especially just huge. because of like what that does to the standings. We're now top three in the Sun Belt after starting a little rocky. Um, Conference plays always like that, though. Exactly. You never know. For JMU conference plays, always like that. Yeah. Um, our next game is against ODU, which, you know, maybe with Marshall losing, you know, that should be a game we should look out for. But honestly, I think it will be a stomp. Yeah. Um, it's well. It's all about. It's all about runs. Is are exactly. we getting hot at the right time? ODU's getting hot, but are are we hotter than them? Exactly, and truly, good. any. Truly anybody on this JMU team could go off at any night. 
Um, that's true. So and that's the, the then that's the threat and the depth and that's the threat of this team. Oh yeah. Um, because if we have a guy I, foul out, it's not the end of the world. Exactly. Um, one thing I think is kind of funny is, um, you know, after the after that ULM game, I went and I noticed that Xavier Brown and most people call him X. You know, all the fans call him X, but uh, Xavier Brown played well that game. Played well. And, you know, I was kind of like, I feel like I feel like there should be a movement going on around Xavier Brown. And I tweeted that um, this is a I just said, like, this is a petition for X to start the Marshall game. And, you know, a decent amount of JMU fans liked it and shared my sentiment. Um, And I was late to going getting the Marshall game. But, you know, if. Derek, our friend that we had on the show, told me when I got there that X started the game. So, whoa! So Mark saw my tweet, is what I'm gonna derive from that. He probably, <laughs> but he's—I mean, he's—he's he's a menace. He's great on the court, absolute leader, a, a, a leader on and off the court. I've had like a couple interactions with him before, and no, exactly. And from and he's only a sophomore, so he's—he's he's got time. And again, he's just a leader, and you even see on the court too. He's always hype. He's always trying to get the crowd into it. Um, it's it's a it's a nice brush of fresh a breath breath of fresh air. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> um, but a breath of fresh air for JMU fans. Um, and I'm glad to see you know he took the opportunity and ran with it. He had a great game. I think he had, I think he had ten points and four or five assists and a rebound or two. So he is, he is definitely he's definitely the future of, of the and Jarrell Pope for sure. Dude, Dog. literal. So they game on, I think in garbage time of the ULM game. And he's a walk on, by the way, this man made a three in garbage time and officially in the books, um, <laughs> write it down, write it down, write it down. He has more threes made in his career in college than LeBron James. So take that what you will. He is indeed the greatest JMU player ever to live. Um, Just a menace. You, Just a dog. You always, exactly. You always got to love the walk-ons, you know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Putting all the effort to be there, and most mm -hmm. of the time they're just our catching the basketballs. Our women's team are also just – cooking it yes i would say too it's very rare that jmu has both of their basketball teams do great but they are women's seed have had a tough out of conference schedule um but in conference man they're just killing it oh yeah i feel like that's uh that's a lot of sean's we also we also love sean sean O'Regan. oh sean o'regan Get my man was JMU born and raised. He was a he was like a student. I think he was a student like manager or whatever. Yeah. And now he's the head coach. Like Coach O. Coach O, man. Like that is that is a journey. And he probably will be there, you know, for the rest of his time, like you his man, rest of his coaching awesome. career. Please. Like, he just loves incredible. the university so much, man. And you know. Their last year, the team was insanely good, and he didn't go anywhere. 
unlike some other people. Um, yeah, Coach O is awesome. He's dedicated. I that dude is cool. Like such a great JMU story. Pulls up is just coaching the women's team. Is a dog when he Absolutely. is. Um, and, and speaking yeah, of like, dogs and George Southern. Yes, in those wins, Peyton McDaniel's scored a total of 38 points, 24 against ODU, and 14 against Georgia Southern. She's finally got her shooting shooting uh I was gonna say shooting stroke, and that just was like <laughs> weird. But she finally she's, got she's locked in. She's got her shot back, and she's probably gonna win some of the player of the year. How many did I, she drop against Texas? Opinion. Against Texas huh? State. Against Texas State, how many did she drop? I think Wasn't that like, was. Was that thirty? I think I think that it was thirty was with like eight made threes. It was insane. Yeah, that it was. It was Peyton McDaniel was insane. It was kind of crazy to like. Every time you you saw her take a three, you're like, "That's in." Like we don't even have to wait for it. Dude, to yeah, go we were. In. She was we that were standing. She was that we were on fire. We were standing next to each other. <laughs> we saw like. Every single time. Just we, threes, I couldn't threes. believe it. I think after four, I was like, how, how, how is this happening? How is this happening? I wasn't complaining. Um, oh, yeah, of course. I'm not complaining. But, yes, and the ref buffoonery from the men's games also continued into the women's games this week, this past week. Um, there was an altercation, apparently, with. Um, Koslova of the Jamie Women's team and an ODU player, because again, these players that do this dirty stuff don't, don't need to be recognized. Um, yeah, fuck both em. got technical fouls. Um, I think actually Koslova, I guess I think both of them actually got sent off. It was that bad. Wait, because um, he got like they they ejected them. They ejected both of them. Apparently, Holy I don't remember the exact specifics, but apparently, um, one of the ODU players she just Koslova was going up for a rebound or they were coming down with a rebound and they just grabbed her and threw her on the ground oh and obviously like what excuse me so here's the thing is Kenzie plays such physical ball that like no one likes it like she is in the paint like she'll like kill someone she is she is very – her game is very physical. And that's it's also awesome. really cool to see in, in the women's game because I feel like that's kind of – not rare, but it's like not every team has a has a center that can just like absolutely body anybody. So it's pretty yeah. cool. Absolutely insane. But I can't believe – well, I mean, I can't believe it. Some about refs are something else. They're just, just – they, they love giving texts. They okay. love – Making calls that make them the center of everything. <laughs> you it's think like, they just dude, like attention? Exactly. Like maybe that's why. Maybe that's why because they're all annoyed that they're not paying, getting paid in coaching or not coaching, refing these ACC games. They're like taking it out, taking out their <laughs> anger on us. They're taking it out on the Sun Belt. They hate us. Exactly. They're like, I could be coaching UNC Wake Forest, but I'm here coaching or refing them. Coastal Man. Carolina, Georgia Southern. And so they'd uh, like make a bunch of makeup calls. Exactly. Like, yeah, Ridiculous. man, I'd be so much better. I'd be so much better if I was refing an ACC game right now. I'd be so good if I was refing UVA basketball versus UNC. 
exactly. Man. Um, but moving on <laughs> to my favorite section, the gambling some, some section. Gamble. I think what is it called? Best bets. Best bets. Best bets. So the first one we've got is will Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift get engaged by June 1st of 2025? The Where do you line find is these? It's minus 200 for yes and plus 150 for no. Jacob, Why, what do you think? Where, where first, where do you find these? Uh, I don't know. We're not sponsored by them. So I can't say. Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, I don't know. I am probably going to bet the no. Really? Explain. I don't know. I feel like Travis Kelsey just has, has got so much going on. He doesn't and have time Imagine. For exactly. Like, especially they have to plan a wedding around when he's done with the season, bro. Does Taylor, does Taylor Swift really want to do that much, you know? Well, it's Taylor, I mean, they'll. I mean, they're gonna hire someone to do it. Probably multiple people. I guess that's fair. I don't know. So here's what I got. I got my, I got my inside outside source, okay. who's able to drop some knowledge on me. Are you so, a Swifty? Is this what you're implying? Wait, what? Are you a Swifty? Is this what no, you're implying? I don't know shit okay. about Taylor Swift, but I, okay. you know, sure. I have friends that do, and so. Mm-hmm. Let me let me drop this knowledge. I was oh, yeah, I was literally taking notes while I was like learning this so I could make informed gambling decisions. Okay. So it depends. I don't know what it so this I don't know what it depends on, but basically it depends. Taylor's like last long term relationship mm-hmm. lasted four years, like it was super long. And there's uh-huh. like a whole album about it, about this guy. And it was like a big deal, but apparently, like she wanted to get married, but he didn't. Interesting. So it's going to be a matter of does Travis Kelsey want to get married? So kind of like what you were saying. Probably. You think he does? Yeah, I think so too. Like after he retires from the league. But the question is, will that, like, will he get married after he retires from football? Because I think he's got like. A couple more years. I don't think he's retiring yet. I think I think plenty of plenty of players get married in the off season, so I wouldn't be surprised. That's true, um, but they've got until twenty twenty five to get engaged. So I was about to say they've only been together for how long? A couple months. Yeah, yes. Beginning of the like season. every it's like every freshman college relationship. So <laughs> yeah, but will <laughs> they be engaged? I think Travis might wait till after football. I also Taylor Swift has never been married. She's had a lot of She's had a lot of what, Tom? I'm kidding. Don't answer that question, please. We'll get canceled. <laughs> um but yeah, I no, I no, probably still go with I probably oh. still go with the no, mainly because I feel like June 20, 2025 is too soon. Relationships was what I was gonna say. She's had a lot of relationships. Yes. <laughs> okay. But okay, but back to like what the the point of this podcast is. Conference round NFL playoffs, most passing yards. Brock Purdy's at plus one fifty. Jared Goff is plus two hundred. Pat Mahomes two twenty five, and Lamar Jackson is plus seven fifty. Is this implying that there's no favorite to win to to have this? No. Uh, Brock Purdy is the favorite. 
Okay. Um, yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. I think. I think I probably it's probably going to be Jared Goff. Why, Brock, why is that? Brock Purdy. It literally just depends on if Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk decide to show up and play football. Yeah, they and have George to. Kittle. They have to actually get the passes, and I think, I think Brock Purdy does it if there's like two minutes left on the clock and it's the fourth quarter, the entire game. <laughs> then I then I think he does it because he's say. he's fucking useless before then. Exactly. <laughs> what? So I. I believe that Brock Purdy is a game manager and not a game changer. Have you heard that, um, like, discourse on tw- uh, Twitter at all? He's a game manager and not a – like, he's he's more of just, like, a leader? Exactly. He's, like, he's more of just, like, a guy that can make he's all the guy. right passes, you know? I believe Make it. all the passes he needs to make. Yeah, he makes <laughs> he makes what he has to and then nothing exactly. else. But also, it's like he plays on an amazing offense. Uh, Cam mm-hmm. Newton was talking about this, and he was saying how there, there, there's a difference between a game manager and a game changer. For example, the example he was using was he he was a game changer. Like he he his skill could dictate games, right? But Brock Purdy is a game manager in the sense that. Brock Purdy makes the passes he needs to make, understands the offense extremely well, and understands how to use each player's strengths and like make their weaknesses seem smaller. True. I'd say that, which is impressive because he's so young. Exactly. And he was also the last pick in the draft. So like the yeah. fact that insane. The, like, the fact that like 30 team, 30 some odd teams passed up on him seven times is right. insane. I mean, fuck him because he beat the Packers, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, I I'm think... a Giants fan slash Ravens fan at this point, so I'm indifferent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, let's see. I'll skip Jared Goff because I think that's who I might go with as well. Pat Mahomes, it totally depends on the receivers. And Lamar Jackson, I mean, he he runs. It, He's... I see. As, as, as a bandwagon Ravens fan, I will admit, um, if he wants to throw the ball, he can throw the ball. If he wants to sling the ball around, he can. It's just this offense is so good when they utilize, they like make it so they don't know if they're he's gonna run or throw, like yeah. the other team, not the offense. Yeah. Um, if it was most like total yards, then it'd be a little oh, bit closer. But because this is just pass yards, yeah. But I think Jared Goff. Jared He's Goff. got all the right guys around him. Exactly. Like, just a just a freaking menace. I I hope the I I'm I'm hoping for a Ravens Lions Super Bowl. I think that would be fun. That would be a really good uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I, I and I wouldn't. I don't know if I. This is just again the Detroit Lions are like the feel good team right now because it's like they've been they've been bad for so long. Listen, they haven't had like a playoff win since like 1991. Exactly, and now like they, it's insane. Well, I think they actually haven't been to the conference championship since 1991. I think their last playoff was like early 2000s. Yeah, because I know because I know their playoff streak is only like 20 or their playoff like um what's it called like drought 
drought it's only been like 20 years long yeah it's not been okay. like crazy at least i at least i think I'm i mean it's still kind of sure. crazy exactly but yeah that's insane well anyways thank you all for listening so much of course um, thank you all this was delightful we've got a really exciting one next week we're gonna we, we've got a pretty fun guest oh, yes. lined up you guys so. You guys will have a nice time listening to our next guest. He is he is a character. A character to him. be sure. And a character to look forward to. Thanks for listening.